0: Being with Sheila was always great fun. You couldn't help but smile in her presence. We were five years apart and looked so completely different from each other. I was tall and lanky with my auburn hair. She was petite and blonde. The expression on my face, and maybe this was an early sign that I should be a therapist, was usually nondescript. Hers was always brimming with whatever feeling she was having at the time. She was totally irrepressible. From the time she was a small child, you could never predict what she would do next. For example, one night when she was only three years old, I was staying overnight at a friend's house. My dad, who was a true country physician, was out making house calls, and my mom, a teacher, was at home with my sister. Mom worked long hours during those days. She not only taught at the local Catholic school, but also would visit and informally consult with parents who were homeschooling their children. In some cases, my mom would just need to provide a bit of information on how to teach a particular subject. In other cases, she had to try to diplomatically let the parents know— that they really weren't equipped to continue along this road. In such cases, she took it to heart when the parents resisted her efforts to get their children into a more structured setting, because it would be more beneficial for them. Instead of seeing that she was only interested in everyone's best welfare, the parents in question often felt she was personally attacking them. They also felt that my mom was undermining their desire to provide a good religious foundation for their children. My dad, as a physician, had many resistant patients, and so he was used to being confronted by anger, denial, and even personal attacks. He would tell her to just shrug it off, but my mom was too sensitive to ever do that. At times like these, which she would term days when hail and locusts fell on my head— she would always look forward to the evening, when all of us were in bed, especially my turbocharged little sister, so she could take a bath, put on some classical music, and read a little nourishing spirituality. Her favorites at the time were Joyce Rupp, Henry Nowen, and inspirational biographies, which she would read and reread. On this particular night, since both my father and I were out, She only had to get my sister Sheila to bed. When she finally did, her ritual was to wait a while to ensure Sheila was fast asleep. This time, Mom followed that routine, but didn't go in to verify that Sheila was finally asleep because it was so quiet for an hour, which almost never happened if Sheila was still awake. And so... Mom, as I overheard her telling my father the story the next morning, ran a bath, but this time put in some special bubble bath she had been saving for a notable occasion. It obviously had been a very bad, hail-and-locust day. She then turned on the small, portable radio she had and put it on the sink in order to listen to the classical music station that she faithfully supported during their fun drive— She then placed a new spirituality book alongside the bathtub. She said she had just gotten into the tub, sat down, leaned back, and sighed deeply with satisfaction, when the door suddenly burst open and my sister marched in stark naked, while loudly exclaiming as she quickly stepped into the tub, I just love bubble baths. In the telling of the story the next morning, my mom had to smile at it all, and my father roared in laughter as well. How could you not? Sheila's precocious nature had that impact on everyone. Even my dad was not immune from my sister's antics. As a matter of fact, I think she particularly liked to pull his chain, especially when he was seeking to appear wise in his efforts to guide her. For instance, when she was five, all of us, except Mom were outside in the back of the house. I noticed, as I sat at the table in the yard playing chess with my dad, that Sheila seemed to be having an argument with the boy next door, so I mentioned it to.